Hello and welcome to On the Drive Home. My name is Jeremiah. And I'm Katie. And we are doing an On the Stay Home. We just watched the latest of uh, DC animated uh, movies. Yeah, guest starring Reese. Yep, Reese watched it with us. Yes, he did. Uh, so let's see. So teen, it was Teen this Titans, was... The Judas Contract, mm-hmm. uh, starring Christina Ricci, uh, Thaisa Farminga, <laughs> Jake Austin, um, special guest star Kevin Smith. Yeah, Kevin Smith was in there. Yeah, and this guy, I, I gotta look where he does. He looks familiar to me. Is Miguel Ferrer? I feel like I've seen him. He was in uh, what was it? A lot of Termi- stuff. RoboCop uh, back in the day. He was. Yeah. He, he yeah, played, he was. Yeah, eighty-seven. He, he was like worked for the that. corporation that that created RoboCop. He was also in Iron Man three. Yeah, he's been in a lot of and stuff. And he was in Hot Shots Part Duh, oh, one of the greatest yeah. movies ever made. Anyway, so... Um, so yeah, this was based off of a 1984 Teen Titans comic right? by uh, George Perez and Marv Wolfman. Yeah, and also um, it was directed, I think, by the guy that does a lot of these other ones. So yeah. I was just trying to look for his name here. But um, I was really impressed with the writing. Yeah. It was very. It was one. a character-driven story. It wasn't like, I mean, the plot was was fine, but yeah. I mean, it was character-driven, and they did an excellent job with it. Yeah, it was Sam Liu, okay. and it was written by Ernie Altbacker, and it was also done by the comic book by Marv Wolfman. Yeah. Um, and I'm not gonna lie, I, I really liked this. Yeah, one. this was I, excellent. This was one of the top. Like, I think of the. Yeah. Animated DC movies. Yeah, this is definitely in the upper echelon of them. Yeah, yeah. So it was really good. So basically, it's like, it, it's weird. It starts out, I guess, in the with past. The, with the original Teen Titans, where, where you Star- have, like, Starfire. Dick Grayson, he's he's Robin, and they meet Starfire for the first time. Right, and then they go to present day, where you have Damien, um, what's her name? The uh, Raven? Raven, yeah. Mm-hmm. You have Raven, um, the... Beast Boy, Boy and Blue the, Beetle. Blue Beetle. And then they have Tara. Yeah. Yeah, who we didn't even hear. Yeah. I Yeah. I, I looked at the, the cover for the Judas Contract comic, and it looked like she was in there, too, along with Starfire's massive hair from oh the 80s. Oh, my God. If you ever have a chance, just take a look at that cover <laughs> of that comic. It is so 80s. Nightwing has his shirt open, you know. Is like, it the collar up and yeah, everything? Yeah, the collar up, you know. Starfire's hair is like literally like I don't know. It's if bigger it's been than her. Glamour shots. Yeah. yeah, it's like bigger than her. <laughs> it's just so much fun to look at stuff like that from back in the day. But um, yeah, so tell me, uh, good, bad, you know? I you I loved it. I mean, the fact that that they're actually dealing with characters that that have pain, and and they're working through it. I mean, every character that that's in the show like has their own kind of problems, and they talk about how they feel like you know their problems is kind of what makes them stronger as individuals, which is a really great uh, concept. Um, yeah. And it talks, you know, they, they don't, it's not a big part of the story. Well, I guess it kind of is, but just family and strength from, from your family and stuff like that. And it, just, you know, yeah, it deals with betrayal. It deals with yeah. love. It deals with um, a lot of stuff and throwing and, it in a bunch of action with it. Yeah, know? and all the character yeah. motivations are really clear. Uh, they just... They're really well thought out, and there was never any instances of like the the a lot of times in stories, especially it seems like the 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 comic book movies is they will end up t- 
tell talking about like oh yeah we did this and this happened and everything and they don't actually show you this one just everything that you need to know is there and it shows yeah. you like everybody's character it's not like it's not like watching those god awful Zack Snyder movies where you know you never know like who Superman is as a person because he hardly ever talks all he ever looks like is he's depressed they don't explain why they just they're, oh, oh, you're supposed to understand because he's Superman or something. And... Yeah, and not to go on a side note because we're talking about Teen Titans, but the one thing that totally bothered me about uh-huh. Zack Schneider's Superman movies is he makes it to where you have to know stuff going in to watch it. Right? For example, like with Batman versus Superman, and, I, and this is uh-huh. my main um, rant and rave, like they never properly introduced Wonder Woman. You yeah. Know? It's like, here's this girl, she's got black hair. I have to assume she's Wonder Woman. What if I didn't know anything about that going into this movie? You know, I'm just saying, if I was dumb, under a rock, I don't know anything about Wonder yeah. Woman, Superman and all. I mean, and how am I supposed to know that? I know it's kind of, maybe some comic book fans are like, well, you're supposed to, because that's what the movie's no, for. No, no. Like, they're they're opinion, setting like, up their own, Snyder, they're setting up their own universe, their own cinematic universe. Fine, no, no, no. What, but, what I'm saying is that's why they need uh, to introduce her. I think, yeah. I don't even know if I would blame Zack Schneider for... Uh, the introduction of Wonder Woman and Aquaman and all of the characters that they just kind of threw into that movie, I almost, I, I would have blamed the studios. Yeah. I have a feeling Zack Schneider, I don't respect him as a filmmaker at all, but I, I don't think that that's his call. I think that he was kind of yeah. the, the guy that they just appointed, like, you got to make this Justice League thing happen as quickly as possible, and we're not going to give you time to actually you know, develop any of the characters with their own solo movies before jumping into it. And I think that they were just kind of... Well, and, and it made for terrible films. It did. I'm just saying, whoever's idea was it to just throw her in there and not even, like, give an introduction. Like, yeah. hi, this is Wonder Woman. Hi, guys, I am Wonder Woman, a.k.a. Diana or whatever. And she, and she didn't even need to be in the movie at all. Yeah, it, she, no, she didn't. No. And, and that's what I'm saying. To, in my opinion, I, I feel like Zack Snyder, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe it's someone else that did this with that movie, mm-hmm. But you're comparing that with this with him. I feel like they they make it to where when they do their movies that you they are like oh the audience already knows this the audience already knows this they, mm-hmm. and I don't like that with yeah. storytelling. I feel like in storytelling, I don't care if it's like the audience already yeah. knows stuff in this net. You still have to make sure like it's part of the story that's explained and everything like that. But and that's what's so good about these animated ones. They tell the story. They give you a little bit of background and yeah. they tell the story and they don't just throw people in there and. They like I didn't know who Tara was, and they just and they told her story a little yeah. bit, and it made more sense, and it was actually a very sad story. Um, but I liked that, and, and I feel like the DC movies that are coming out can kind of learn yeah. from these DC animated movies on how to do on just storytelling. Exactly, it's like they have all this power with animation and all this power with special effects and all this money. It's yeah. like. But they have like no power with the story. Yeah, and I think they're just, just they're sad. trying to push it out as quickly yeah. as possible because they see Marvel making all kinds of money. Yeah. And they're just like, we need we need money, we well, need money. Well, yeah. Who cares I, about I the story? Just push it out there. Yeah. Well, I understand the money thing. I mean, money makes the world go round. Money makes the studio work. You know. So it doesn't mean you. Money. It doesn't mean you have to but, rush though. But no, it doesn't mean you have to rush and spit out like crappy movies. Yeah. You know that people are just gonna mock and ridicule ridicule for us the life yeah. their lives. You know. I mean, I know they're all, and, and I always feel like with Zack Schneider, when he does anything with the DC Universe, he he fancies too much on how Christopher Nolan did Batman, and it's almost like he tries to reproduce it yeah. a little bit with all of his DC movies. And 
because I like how Christopher Nolan did, like, you know, show about the sad part of Batman. Well, it made and, sense for Batman. Yeah. You know, and so I know he tried to do that a lot with Superman, like, make Superman kind of depressed. And, like, but how Superman's he not a in. depressing character. That's, no, he's that's not. That's the whole he's thing. A, he's, a, he's a Boy Scout, you yeah. know, and he's... And he's fun, and he's He nice. should be fun to watch. Like, you should leave a Superman movie being like, wow, I just feel good to be alive. Yeah, you shouldn't leave yeah. being like, oh, well, I guess yeah. it'd be kind of crappy to be Superman because you guys save people and kill people and yeah, then yeah. feel real bad about killing people even though there's no reason from the movie as to why he would exactly. care about killing people yeah, or not. Exactly. I mean, that's just our opinion, or my opinion, really, about all that. You know, it's like... What's the point of having all the special effects without a nice story? Yeah. You know. Just but the Judas sense. contract, to get to stay on a positive it, note. No, it was great. Really great movie. I, I almost cried. Yeah. I really did. And There's I was so silly stuff. with this, like, little cartoon. They probably, like, I, I don't know They just churn takes, them out every three months. Yeah, and I don't know how long it takes for them to do the animation, this they, and that. They, but, they've literally been on a schedule of every three to four months yeah. for the past, like, five years or so. But they're great. They're excellent, they're yeah. They're wonderful. I, I still think the Batman one was my favorite. Uh-huh. But this is a pretty close... This just Judas Contract is pretty close. Yeah, this there's one's some, up there to, with Flashpoint with for me. Yeah. Mm. There's been some bad ones. Like, I, I'm not going to lie, the killing joke I thought was a Yeah, joke. that was not good. <laughs> yeah. You know? And also, with these DC animated movies, they try to be a little more adult by talking about some adult things yeah and with a bat with a killing joke i felt like it was just awkward it felt like teenagers writing sex yeah, stuff. yeah but this one i don't know it actually kind of fit a little bit and they and kind of it, made it, fun of it yeah you know, it about some adult topics and i was like oh okay i'm kind of digging this a and little when bit. it felt juvenile it's appropriate because they're teenagers right yeah, yeah. and of course teenagers are going to think about sex and relationships and stuff like that you know at that age and they kind of threw that in there a little bit yeah but that's expected you know yeah uh, but the, the whole killing joke scene with batgirl and batman i'm sorry i almost was embarrassed for yeah that, that was a that was a poor decision <laughs> it really was because that was not in the comic yeah. at all no it, well, not even, well it doesn't even have to be in the comic it's just it just yeah. did not make sense and yeah it was just awkward i was like almost embarrassed for the cartoon characters yeah and they're not even alive exactly. and i was like embarrassed for them you know? <laughs> so but um but all yeah right, i say it i say see it Maybe what like, zero to five stars four Katie's giving it a four. I'm going to give it a five. I got uh, no reason to not yeah. give it a five. Okay, I'm giving it a four. Um, I, I really, really like these. I'm glad we watched these. Yeah. You know, and they're, they're cheap. They're like they're cheap to buy, you know, at home. Yep. They're fun, you know, and they, and they all kind of have like, they all kind of follow each other a little bit. So you kind of get a little bit of like into the characters. And, yeah. And you know, I love how they have Damien. Uh, yeah. He's a little jerk, he, he, <laughs> you know, but he's fun. Damien's like an acquired taste because I used yeah. to really not like him, and now it's like I, I think he's a cool character. He is. He's still a jerk, yeah. but he's like the jerk you like. Yeah. You, you know, and um, they had a scene where Deathstroke was with Damien, and he's like trying to do texting for him. Yeah. And he's like, what would you say? Like, leave me alone. I'm <laughs> yeah. busy. Or <laughs> something really jerky like that, you know. He's like, they'll buy that. Exactly. <laughs> so... But yeah, I say go see it. Or at least, I mean, if you're home, do nothing, and it's cold and snowy like it's been out here in Colorado, yeah. go see it. Absolutely. Or rent it at home. It's really good.